So you remember in the last lesson a few weeks ago, we began discussing some of the rules, some of the principles regarding the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the last things that we mentioned was that the names of Allah, they are not restricted to 99 names. Many people incorrectly believe that the names of Allah are restricted to 99. However, the reality is that we do not know exactly how many names Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. But we know that they are not restricted they are not only 99. And we mentioned some of the evidences for that last time. Today then the chapter we begin on is regarding the different levels of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tafadul asma'illahi wa sifatih. The fact that the names and attributes of Allah, they have different levels in terms of their meanings. In terms of them being the names of Allah, and in terms of them being the attributes of Allah, then all of them from that angle are the same. They are all the names of Allah, they are all the attributes of Allah from the angle of them being all of them, whichever one, they are all names of Allah, they are all attributes of Allah. From that respect, they're all the same. Every name of Allah is the same from that angle. It is one of the names of Allah. And every attribute of Allah is the same from that respect, because every attribute is an attribute of Allah. But then, <coughs> then, when you look at each individual name, and each individual attribute, then their meanings and their virtues, they differ. So it's mentioned, دَلَّتْ نُصُوصِ الْكِتَابِ وَالسُنَّةِ عَلَى تَفَاضُ أَسْمَاءِ اللَّهِ الْحُسْنَى وَصِفَاتِهِ الْعِلْيَاءِ The texts of the Qur'an and the Sunnah, they indicate that the names and attributes of Allah have different levels. 
بل ذكر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أن لله اسما أعظم It's even mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Allah has the greatest name. The greatest name. Indicating that there is a greatest name and then there are the other names. So there are levels between those names. إِذَا دُعِيَ بِهِ أَجَابَ وَإِذَا سُئِلَ بِهِ أَعَطَى in the narration will come to later, it mentions when you make dua and you ask Allah by His greatest name, then your dua is answered and what you ask for then you are given. وَمَنْ قَالَ بِعَدَمِ تَفَاضُلِ الْأَسْمَاءِ الْحُسْنَى فَقَوْلُهُ مُجَانِبٌ And whomsoever claims that there is no difference at all between the different names and attributes of Allah, then that individual is mistaken. That individual is mistaken. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, وَقَوْلُ مَنْ قَالُ The statement of the one who says, صِفَاتُ اللَّهِ لَا تَتَفَاضَلُ وَنَحْوِ ذَلِكَ قَوْلٌ لَا دَلِيلَ عَلَيْهِ But the one who says the attributes of Allah do not have different levels between them, some superior to others in some regards, anyone who says that doesn't exist, then that statement of theirs has no proof upon it. Rather the proof indicates that the names and attributes do have different levels. وَكَمَا أَنَّ أَسْمَاءَهُ وَصِفَاتِهِ مُتَنَوِّعَةِ فَهِيَ أَيْضًا مُتَفَاضِلَةِ كَمَا دَلَّ عَلَى ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ وَسُنَّةُ وَالْإِجْمَاعِ مَا الْعَقَلِ So just like the names and attributes of Allah, they are varied. There are different names and different attributes of Allah. Then just like that, there are differences in the levels, in the virtues of these names and attributes of Allah. Some of the evidences then to indicate this, <coughs> one of them, مَا ثَبَتَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي الْأَخْبَارِ الصَّحِيحَةِ أَنَّ لِلَّهِ اسْمًا أَعْظَمْ إِذَا سُئِلَ بِهِ أَعْطَى وَإِذَا دُعِيَ بِهِ أَجَابٌ The hadith which is authentic that we've just mentioned regarding the one who asks by the greatest name of Allah that Allah has the greatest name. Whoever asks him with it, then he is given what he asks for. And whoever makes dua with it, then his dua is answered. Al Imam Ahmad narrated, and Abu Dawood in Sunan, and Al Nasai from Anas ibn Malik, radiyallahu anhu, 
أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سمع رجلا يقول that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم heard a man say اللهم إني أسألك بأن لك الحمد لا إله إلا أنت وحدك لا شريك لك المنان بديع السماوات والأرض ذو الجلال والإكرام فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لقد سألت الله باسمه الأعظم الذي إذا دعي به أجاب وإذا سئل به أعطى When this man was making his dua and mentioning the names of Allah and the attributes of Allah the Prophet said to him that indeed you have asked Allah by his greatest name the one which when you make dua with it, it is answered. And when you ask with it, you are given. <coughs> and what is that greatest name then? What is that greatest name then that is being mentioned? There are actually some different narrations mentioning what the greatest name of Allah is. But what is the greatest name of Allah? Ar-Rahman, Allah, many of the scholars have mentioned the greatest name of Allah is Allah. One of the evidences for that naturally is that you can often say and you will hear people say that Ar-Rahman is one of the names of Allah and Ar-Rahim is one of the names of Allah Al-Ghafoor is one of the names of Allah Al-Samir is one of the names of Allah but do you ever hear anybody say Allah is one of the names of Ar-Rahman or Allah is one of the names of Al-Samir or Allah is one of the names of Ar-Rahim do you ever hear it that way around Never. It is always all of the other names being attributed back to Allah. And never the other way around. You never hear that Allah is one of the names of Ar-Rahman. Rather what you hear is Ar-Rahman is one of the names of Allah. And Alim is one of the names of Allah. So all of the names of Allah naturally in that way you return them back to Allah. So the scholars have mentioned this is something which indicates to you <coughs> that the greatest name of Allah is indeed Allah. There are some other narrations that mention some of the names of Allah being from the greatest names of Allah also. For example, Ayatul Kursi. الله لا إله إلا هو الحي and القيوم those two names have been mentioned by many of the scholars as being from the greatest names of Allah also 
الحي القيوم الحي the ever living with the complete life القيوم the one who sustains self-sustaining and also sustains others so الحي and القيوم have been mentioned in some of the narrations also but what is established of course the greatest name of Allah is indeed Allah and that is the first name that we are going to look at the first name that we are going to discuss the name of Allah 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 or Al-Ilah they are the same thing essentially Allah and Al-Ilah remember also the rule every name of Allah every name of Allah has from it a an attribute every name of Allah has from it an attribute so for example Ar-Rahman the attribute of Rahmah mercy As-Sami' the all hearing the attribute of hearing Al-Alim the all knowledgeable the attribute of knowledge so every name of Allah has an attribute that is derived from it the question therefore is Allah the name Allah what is the attribute derived from it Al-Ilah is the same as Allah hmm? Uh-huh. Everybody knows the word, which is the word of Al-Uluhiyah. Everybody's heard the word. Al-Uluhiyah is derived from the name Allah. Allah. <coughs> In Arabic, for those who know, comes from Aliha Ya'lahu. Which is exactly the same as Abada Ya'budu. Aliha Ya'lahu Abada Ya'budu. To worship. So Al Ilah Allah is the one who is worshipped. The one who you give your uluhiya to. All of your worship from your heart, from your tongue, upon your limbs is singled out purely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the name Allah, it means Al-Ma'bud, the one who is worshipped. Aliha ya'lahu Al-Ma'loob. عَبَدَ يَعْبُدُ الْمَعْبُودِ Both of them meaning the one who is worshipped. So Allah 
coming from Aliha Ya'lahu Al-Ma'luh Abada Ya'budu Al-Ma'bud Meaning the one who is worshipped Meaning Al-Uluhiyah The attribute related to Allah is Al-Uluhiyah So here <coughs> لقد نعم إن أصول الأسماء الحسنى التي تجمع في دلالتها معاني سائر أسماء الله ثلاثة أسماء. You can say that there are three names of Allah that cover all of the other names of Allah. That the meanings of all of the names of Allah can be summarized into three names of Allah. And those three, the first of them is Allah. And then also, Ar-Rabb. Allah, we've just said, indicates Al-Uluhiyah. Ar-Rabb. Indicates Ar-Rububiyyah And then Ar-Rahman Indicating Rahmah The mercy of Allah It is mentioned that these Three names of Allah They are the core Whereby all of the names of Allah Come or are summarized Into those three names Al-Uluhiyyah الربوبيه and then the rahma of allah فهذه الاسماء الثلاثه تنتظم في دلالتها جميع اسماء الله واسماء الله تدور عليها وترجع اليها so these three names they incorporate the meanings of all of the other names and all of the other names revolve around these three names. Allah, Ar-Rabb, Ar-Rahman. Because Allah indicates Al-Uluhiyah. Ar-Rabb indicates Ar-Rububiyah. And of course we know by now what they are. Ar-Rububiyah is the singling out of Allah with... But not our actions. Allah's actions. Arububiyah, in a nutshell, is singling out Allah with His actions. What are His actions that we single out to Allah alone? Like creation. That He is Al Khaliq. Now you see how these names. They return back to these. Al-Rabb. So what returns back to it? Al-Khaliq. Al-Malik. Al-Raziq. All of these names. He is the uh, 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 creator. He is the provider. He is the sustainer. They are all meanings of Al-Rububiyyah. That Allah alone is the one who sustains all of his creation. Allah alone is the one who creates all of his creation. Allah alone is the one who controls all of his creation. 
That's the meaning of Ar-Rububiyyah. So you can see many other names of Allah would revolve around the name Ar-Rabb under Ar-Rububiyyah. And then Allah Al-Uluhiyyah to sing aloud Allah with our actions. And again, there are many names of Allah that would be applicable to this affair of us worshipping Allah upon Tawheed. And then Ar-Rahman, indicating the mercy of Allah, Al-Ihsan, Wal-Jud, Wal-Bar, Wa-Ma'ani Asma'illahi Taduru Ala Hala, Wa-Qad Ijtama'at Hadhi Al-Asma'il Thalatha Fi Surat Al-Fatiha Umm Al-Quran. These three names, Allah, Ar-Rabb, and Ar-Rahman, the three names that all of the other names revolve around, these three names are all in Surah Al-Fatiha. If you think about Surah Al-Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi, the name Allah, Alhamdulillahi, Rabbil Alameen, Rabb, and then Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman. So all three of those names, they are in Surah Al-Fatiha, Umm Al-Quran. The Surah whereby all of the Quran revolves around. All of the means of the Quran revolve around and return to. So those three names are the core. Ibn al-Qayyim mentioned, I'alam anna hadhi surah ishtamalat ala ummahat al-matalib al-aliyya atam ishtamal. That this chapter, al-Fatiha, it incorporates the major and lofty key objectives. All of the major and lofty key objectives are all included and incorporated into this particular chapter. They are incorporated in complete and absolute incorporation. So the definition of the one who we worship, an explanation of who we worship is found in those three names of Allah. We worship Allah because He is a Rabb. He is the one who created us. He is the one who provides for us. He is the one who sustains us. He is the one who controls all of the affairs. The name Ar-Rabb, a key name in us understanding our worship of Allah. Allah Al-Uluhiyyah, the basis of the religion Tawheed, singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worshipping Him alone as all of the prophets and messengers. 
of the different nations preached to their people. So these names they highlight to us and they explain to us who it is that we are worshipping. And then all of the other names of Allah revolve around them and give us even greater detail of who it is that we are worshipping. <coughs> so from those three names is what we began with, the name Allah. And that is the one from those three as well, from Allah, from Ar-Rab, from Ar-Rahman, from Al-Hayy, from Al-Qayyum. Allah is the one <coughs> that a large group of the scholars, a considerable number of the scholars have all said the name Allah is Al-Ismul A'zam. That is the greatest name of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are particular reasonings as to why Allah would be the greatest name. From amongst them, like we said, it is the origin. That all of the other names, you always refer them back to the name Allah. It is the origin and the proof of that in the Qur'an. For example, where Allah said, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا And indeed for Allah, belonging to Allah, are the beautiful and perfect names. So call upon Him with them. So all of those beautiful and perfect names in perfection are being returned back to the names of Allah. And Allah has the beautiful and perfect names. So all of those other beautiful and perfect names are being returned back to the origin, the name Allah. That is in Al-A'raf 180. Also in Taha, Ayah 8, Allahu la ilaha illahu, lahul asma'ul husna. That Allah is the one that there is no other deity worthy of worship and truth except Him, and He, meaning Allah, just mentioned there in the Ayah, and He, Allah, has the beautiful names of perfection. So again, all the other names are being returned back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, that's the first reason. The first reason Allah is the greatest name of Allah, because all the other names return back to that origin. Secondly, all of the meanings of the rest of the names are necessitated by the name Allah. All of the other meanings of the other names of Allah by necessity are incorporated into Allah. That is the second point. Every other name of Allah generally indicates Allah. Every other name of Allah generally indicates back to Allah. 
والأسماء الحسنى تفصيل وتبيين لصفات الإلهية and all of the other names every name has derived from it an attribute and all of those attributes are attributes of the one who is to be worshipped and therefore all of those other names and their attributes and their meanings are necessitated into the name Allah it's like we mentioned in the Quran Allah uses the evidence of a rububiyyah to prove and necessitate al-uluhiyyah by saying to the mushrikun who is the one who created you and the heavens and the earth and controls the earth and the throne meaning who is the one who has all this rububiyyah they accept and they say Allah and that is therefore a proof against them because if you accept ar-rububiyyah, it therefore should necessitate from you al-uluhiyyah. If you accept only Allah is the creator, then you should only be worshipping Allah. If you accept only Allah is the provider and sustainer, then you should be worshipping only Allah. If you accept only Allah controls the universe, then you should be worshipping only Allah. So al-uluhiyyah, it is incorporated into al-rububiyyah, and al-rububiyyah necessitates from you al-uluhiyyah. So all of those other names of Allah and the attributes of Allah, they necessitate from you a return to al-uluhiyyah. So, <coughs> so the second point being mentioned is, that all of the other names of Allah and what they indicate, all of those are necessitated into Allah and Al-Uluhiyyah. Thirdly, وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِهِ أَنَّهُ لَا يَسْقُطُ عَنْهُ الْأَلِفُ وَاللَّامُ فِي حَالِ النِّدَةِ فيقال يا الله فصار الألف واللام فيه كالجزء الأساسي في الاسم وأما سائر الأسماء الحسنى إذا دخل عليها النداء أسقط عنها الألف واللام فلا يقال يا الرحمن يا الرحيم يا الخالق إنما يقال يا رحمن يا رحيم يا خالق Another point, which will be understood more by those who understand some Arabic, but generally still, the names of Allah, they have Alif and Lama at the beginning, Allah, Ar-Rahman, Al-Ghafoor, As-Sami'ah, Al-Basir, Al, at the beginning. In Arabic, when you have the Ya Unnida, when you say Ya, Oh, Oh Allah, Oh Allah, Ya Allah. When you say Ya Allah, the Alif and Lam remains Ya Allah with Alif and Lam. But the other names of Allah in Arabic, when you put Ya at the beginning, the Alif and Lam drops off. 
You don't say Ya Ar-Rahman. You say Ya Rahman. You don't say Ya Ar-Rahim. You say Ya Rahim. You don't say Ya Al-Khaliq. You say Ya Khaliq. It's a, in Arabic a grammar rule as well and that's the way it works. But with the name Allah, cannot be done. With the name Allah, it stays with the Alif and Lam even in that situation. Stays with the Alif and Lam. Ya Allah. And this indicates something, again, very specific to the name Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another one of these specifics to highlight why Allah is the greatest name of Allah is when you think about all of the different types of dua. Like you look in the fortress of the Muslim and all the different duas in there. The vast majority of all of those duas within them, which name is mentioned from the vast majority of these duas? Allah. You'll be calling upon Allah. Of course, there are other names mentioned in the du'as, but overall, in the supplications, Allah is the name again. Again, another specific to the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that in the general du'as overall, you'll notice it is Allah the name of Allah that is mentioned within them. And of course other names too, but generally overall the name of Allah in all of them. So that is again something which is mentioned as a specific to the name of Allah. Another thing that can be mentioned regarding the name of Allah is that it is the name which is mentioned in the Quran more than any other Name of Allah. It is mentioned in the Quran more than any other name of Allah. We have to do the other. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu an la ilaha So the name that is mentioned in the Qur'an more than any other name is the name Allah. And it has been mentioned in the Qur'an, anybody know how many times?
thousand? Not enough. Anybody else? Anybody else? A thousand here, but a thousand is not enough. Two thousand, double it, straightforward mathematics, but still not enough. Ten thousand, you've gone too far now. So it is two thousand, or just over two thousand two hundred. Just over two thousand two hundred times it is mentioned within the Quran. <clears throat> and that is not a figure that any other name gets close to. وَقَدْ إِفْتَتَحَ اللَّهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى بِثَلَاثًا وَثَلَاثِينَ آيَةً Thirty-three ayahs of the Qur'an start with the name Allah. Thirty-three ayahs of the Qur'an actually begin with the name Allah. And over two thousand places in the Qur'an the name Allah is mentioned. And obviously no other name is mentioned to that level within the Qur'an. <clears throat> the name Allah, like we said, it is originally when you speak about it in the Arabic language and how it is derived, then it's derived from Al-Ilah. And Al-Ilah means Al-Ma'bud. The one who is worshipped, Al-Ilah Al-Ma'bud, the one who is worshipped. In the Quran it mentions, وَإِلَاهُكُمْ إِلَاهٌ وَاحِدٌ And your Ilah, the one that you are to worship, is only one. One ilah, your ilah, the one to worship, for you to worship is only one ilah. La ilaha illahuwa, and there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except him. And there are other ayat also, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا إِلَاهًا وَاحِدًا and they were not commanded except to worship ilahan wahidan, one deity in truth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hada wa inna ajma' wa ahsan ma qila fi ma'na Allah, ma warada an ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhumah. Having mentioned all of those points, in the most succinct way in a nutshell the best statement that has been mentioned regarding Allah and it being the greatest name of Allah is the statement of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma where he said Allahu dhul uluhiyya wal ubudiyya ala khalqihi ajma'in that Allah is the one who has upon all of his creation al-rububiyyah and al-uluhiyyah. Because that statement encompasses 
everything. Allah is the one who has the right of al-rububiyyah and al-uluhiyyah from all of his creation. And we mentioned before the connection and the link between al-rububiyyah and al-uluhiyyah and how it necessitates the worship of Allah. So Allah, al-ilah, al-ma'luh, al-ma'bud, the one who is to be worshipped alone. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah told us, I did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship me alone. And the Salaf used to say the meaning of that is, Except that they single him out upon Tawheed. So this is the reason, or some of the reasons, why many of the scholars have mentioned that the name Allah is the greatest name from all of the names of Allah. That's where we'll conclude on today. Next time we'll begin with Ar-Rabb. We mentioned Allah, we mentioned Ar-Rabb and Ar-Rahman, the three names that all of the names of Allah return back to. So this time we briefly spoke about Allah and the reasons why it is the greatest name. So next time briefly we'll speak about Ar-Rabb and the virtues of that name and the meanings and the attribute derived from that name insha'Allah ta'ala so we'll conclude upon that for today the prayer is upon us wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam We're going to get to this topic as well later. When you make dua, then it's a good thing to make dua to Allah and call upon Allah's names, particularly the names that are relevant to the type of dua that you're making. So if you're asking for mercy, then of course you call upon Allah ar-Rahman. So to call upon the names of Allah (coughs) that are particularly relevant to the specifics of your dua is something good. And that's the meaning of وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَانِ عُسْنَ فَدِعُهُ بِهَا That Allah has the beautiful names. So call upon Him with those names. Meaning you have a particular dua, specific dua, then call upon Allah via the names that are relevant to that specific dua. Alright, we'll conclude upon that then. We'll see you next time, inshallah.